Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to Podcast Room 303. Introducing one co-host with more nuggets than Chick-fil-A, Nick Morahan. Executive producer until we find someone better, Eric Washington. Nobody really knows what he does around here. Nevada Putnam. And now, the single greatest thing to happen to hosting in history, Jermaine Antonio Colon Mendez. On with the show. Ooh-wee. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into episode 216 of Podcast Room 303. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morhan. And as always, we have with us the EPE. On today's episode, we'll be getting into pop culture pick'em, top five best kind of people. Uh, we'll get into a head-to-head review, batting average update, what the fuck headline, and obviously we'll recap NFL Week Two, and we'll get into NFL Week Three. Without further ado, how you doing this evening, Nick? What do you think? What do you think the best kind of fruit is? I just had an apple. What's your favorite kind of fruit, just to pick up and go? Hmm. It's okay if the answer is apple. We're not all eating at a restaurant. We can say the same thing. (laughs) Pick something else, you copycat. (laughs) No, uh, I like for to pick up and go. I like something that I don't have anything left over. Right? Like I can eat it and I don't have like peels I got to throw away. I don't have a seed I have to throw away. So if I'm going from that logic, I'm going with grapes. So bananas, plums, pears, apples out for Jermaine. Eric? Um, honestly, man, it's, 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 it's that time of year. It's oranges for me, dude. I love oranges. I love the smell. It's my favorite fruit. Is is fall in orange time? It's a, it's a a winter fruit. It's a winter fruit. You'll, you'll, I mean, you'll see them in the summertime because of GMOs and all that bullshit, but it's, it's traditionally oranges come in the wintertime. Are you fucking with me? No. I feel like you're fucking with me. I'm not fucking with you, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let's see. Quick cursory. Yeah. Winter fruit. Orange is a winter fruit. Huh. It's December until March. That's a spring fruit. So, so navel oranges are December until March. Blood orange are are best from December until April. And clementines and tangerines are best between late October and January. Yeah. Oh, dude, there's a fruit season calendar, dude. Yeah, yeah but also it's it's also also it's fall right now, Eric. Fall, winter, same shit. And the thing is, That's not that, the that calendar that calendar is good to know because if you're eating something out of season, you, you want to sit there and think to yourself, either this was grown in a greenhouse or this is some imported modified shit that's gonna kill or you. imported. Nah, we don't import in this country, dude. Oh yeah, you're an import. I'm an import. Nick's an import. <laughs> Nick's a Nazi, bro. Well, okay. Family. <laughs> this is this is already getting off the rails. I stand by what I said. Yo, what the hell is a honey bell? Delicious fruit. Oh man, we went down a rabbit hole. You've, oh, you've had a honey bell? No, but sounds good. <laughs> Eric's a bull Eric liar, bro. Eric is Eric every one of Eric's stories unravels at second order question. <laughs> I didn't Don't, say I had. It, I never said I had eaten one. I said it's delicious fruit. Second order question. 
Just don't ask questions. When Eric says something, <laughs> if you don't true. ask questions, you're straight, bro. The minute you present, like, you want a little amplification, it's just – it turns to dust, like uh, Dalton Kincaid's catches. Or a, who was – oh, Robert Tanyan's targets. <laughs> That's a brutal headline. Yeah. All right. How are you doing this evening, Eric? Uh, doing good. Another Eagles victory, another Longhorns victory. Getting right right around uh, hockey season, basketball season, Champions League season, man. This is a great time to, for sports, so I can't complain. Valencia oranges, March through May. That's a spring fruit. That's still winter, my guy. March through May? Nah, I'm just fucking with you. Oh, I was like, I... what sugar bells? Delicious. South Florida mangoes. <laughs> I'm down a rabbit hole. I gotta, I gotta close this. <laughs> I'm just learning about fruit I've never had. You ever get like upset about like there's so many fruits and you just never had them? Yeah, and there's also like regional names for fruit that uh-huh. make me feel stupid sometimes when I go to like other grocery stores. I'm like I'll go to a grocery this? store in Denver. I'm like, what's this fruit? They'll be like, that's a this. And you look it up, you're like, that's a ma- just call it a mango. <laughs> <laughs> also, fuck Denver. Yeah, agreed. You know, everybody always asks what your favorite fruit is. And, it, you know, there's so many that you could pick from. But I, I like to know what people, what fruit people hate. Like, for me, fucking honeydew, bro. Fucking waste of space. Why are you just getting so hostile, though? <laughs> Didn't he just get, like, super hostile? <laughs> people ask me my favorite thing is. What do you hate? <laughs> my guy's steaming out the ears about honeydew. Why? It's just, All right. it's years. Oh, hold on. Second order of questioning, Nick. Why? <laughs> Why do I not like honeydew? Yeah. It's just it's not as sweet as cantaloupe, right? It's 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 pretend cantaloupe is what it is. And cantaloupe is one of my favorites. And my dad used to love it all the time. And he'd be like, We're gonna have cantaloupe and honeydew. I'd be like, 86 and honeydew is the perfect breakfast. But he would always put fucking honeydew. In my goddamn bowl, and I just I can't I hate honeydew, bro. Honeydew is such a fucking waste of space. Or I think, I think the delta between cantaloupe and honeydew is so infinitesimally small, <laughs> it's not even funny. No, no, cantaloupes are way sweeter, bro. Way sweeter. I disagree. Nah. Nah. Welcome back, welcome back to Room Three Hundred Three. We're a sports podcast <laughs> and fruit based podcast. All right, Nick, what's your least favorite fruit? I was thinking about it. Can I choose raisins? Yeah. I used to love raisins. Raisins are delicious. Well, raisins by themselves. Stop trying to put raisins in shit. That's my bad. That's my bad as the resident white person. (laughs) Dog. I'll take take that. I'll take that on the chin. Raisins are just just (laughs) grapes with syphilis, dude. That one fell flat. We're gonna. I like the attempt. I like. I like the attempt, but that fell flat. I'm trying to think what my least favorite fruit is. I think it might be. I think it might be watermelon. No, I just just said that's true, Eric. I I so I've I've normally eaten the seed the seeded watermelon. I had a seedless watermelon the other day. Boy, howdy! That was efficient. (laughs) <laughs> the, the dude the seeds used to stop me i it was like nah, nah. <laughs> no seeds dude that water half a watermelon was gone in like a minute uh, i'm trying to think dude i think it might be kiwis kiwis are delicious 
I'm allergic to kiwi. So is fucking honeydew. No. Honeydew and bananas, two worst fruits on planet Earth. You're absolutely out of your mind. <laughs> yeah. Also, first if it's all. also if it's not the most perfect looking fruit, Eric's not eating it. So yeah. first of all, doesn't bananas, matter. bananas look like dicks, and that's because you're scared of your latent homosexuality. <laughs> Welcome back to Room 303, sports, pop culture, fruit, and psychology. Have you ever fucked a dude, Eric? No. <laughs> Have you ever been fucked by a dude, Eric? No. That's an important distinguishment. That is a very important distinguishment. Uh, no, here's to, here's I'm, to, far, I'm pretty fucking far from okay. Here's to all my homies who uh, enjoy the occasional tranny. This one's for you. <laughs> Two of them were just on a Good Morning Britain. Did you see that? No. Who was on Good Morning Britain? Uh, First Ian, of all, do you watch Good Morning Britain? No, I followed. I followed their page. They were it's okay. So that so I two guys, two guys we knew in Diego Garcia were trying to do a thing called Summit to See. Ian Roberts and John, the Scotsman. I don't remember what his last name. Was. Maybe don't whole name him. On this podcast, <laughs> they're fine. They, this is like a we. They know this. Um, they were doing a summit to see thing where they're going from the summit of the yep. Andes down to the uh, closest the beach. Amazon Delta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They and they made it like not all the way. They made it to like the Colombian border, uh, and then the stuff went awry. No, not in Colombia. Uh, near Colombia. <laughs> Colombia, normally a very nice, upstanding place. All right, we're at the 10-minute mark. Let's go ahead and get into the batting average update, Eric. Let's hear it. Uh, yeah, so uh, a couple changes this week. Uh, Arias went from 348 to 354. Uh, Freeman went down from 339 to 335. And Corey Seager went down from 341 to 334. But we did have another Brave – or no, yeah, it, Freeman plays for the Braves, right? Dodgers. Ah, fuck. He used to play for the Braves. All right, never mind. So we have Ronald Acuna joined the club now at 336. Um, so he's sitting in second. Uh, but Arias has a firm grip on first uh, with a couple weeks left. I think he's actually going to end up winning it. So fuck me. Yeah, we're, we're – uh, most teams are between 10 to 12 games remaining on their schedule. The wild card races are absolutely bonkers. Uh, the Diamondbacks swept the Cubs in a series to throw the NL into absolute disarray. The Reds are still in it. The Marlins are still in it. The Diamondbacks are second right now. Uh, the Padres haven't won more than three games all season and are now on a six or seven game win streak, including a walk-off home run last night. Um, this is honestly – Adding another team to the postseason might have been the best thing we've done to baseball in a minute because less teams are tanking, right? And the the fact that everyone plays everyone now has really just tightened records everywhere. You don't have the Dodgers beating up on the Rockies for 25 games in a season anymore. So, um, hey, I resemble that remark. <laughs> So I'm thoroughly enjoying the end of this baseball season. I know that nobody else on this podcast watches baseball and it's just me. So, um, but for those of you listeners who have been enjoying it with me, man, what a ride it's been. Uh, you know, Eric mentioned a new person to come into the batting average, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. 
He is one home run away from being the fifth major leaguer of all time to enter the 40-40 club. Let's go! I forgot we were tracking that. And I believe that he will have uh, almost 20 more steals than any other person in the 40-40 club. He Uh, He has 67 stolen bases right now, asterisk. I know. I'm not really a fan of saying asterisk unless it's the bubble championship, but this one for sure needs an asterisk. Oh, and the and the and the Dodgers COVID championship. Oh, that's a that's a that's the bubble championship. Oh, okay. When yeah. I say bubble, yeah. just COVID championships in general. Um all right, that wraps up the batting average update. Man, 10 more games and we're into the postseason. Here's the burning question, Nick, before we move on. Just a simple yes or no. Do the Cubs make the postseason? No. Oh, uh, he only said that because I'm a Cubs fan. All right, let's get into the uh, what the fuck headline, Eric. All right, so this one is actually pretty disgusting, but we'll get into it. (laughs) Uh, All right, for those of you on YouTube, you can see on my screen here, it says, Bill's fan had to be rescued after being found naked, drugged, up, drugged up and covered in feces after falling down hole near stadium. <laughs> what a time. Now, as you go into this article and you read a little bit more, you find out our man was drunk under the influence of cocaine, lysergic acid ditholamide, dith- which is LSD, and marijuana. <laughs> which is a very odd, which is a very odd combination to have the three of them. And he didn't. He didn't know what to feel. Right. What <laughs> and are you here's to do, my guy. And here's the thing. You know, my man's is deleting brewskis all the while oh, doing 100%. this. He was he was evading security. He climbed a ten foot fence, ran through an open construction area, and fell into a hole that was about thirty to forty <laughs> feet deep. That's not. That's under not the that's... influence of LSD. All the other drugs, I can you know whatever. I don't think they. But under the influence of LSD. <laughs> Amazing. 29-year-old man, by the way. Yeah, and he got charged with uh, trespassing, I believe. Criminal trespass. Yeah, he eventually charged with criminal trespass and was released on an appearance ticket. Yeah, because the the officers go, he suffered enough. Dog, he was found naked and covered in chemicals from a porta potty. So he was stripping on porta potty cams too. Bro, the thing is, if you read the article, he got naked. Like it wasn't like he was like he was like taking his. He was like during the chase, he got naked. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> someone needs to buy the rights to this movie. <laughs> Someone's got a church. I like how here at the end of the article it says there were other people who were arrested uh, for harassment for attempting to fight people. I mean, it's Bills Raiders. You know, that's expected. Yeah. Yeah. Let ref let the boys play. Hey. I would just uh like to take a moment of silence here for the Patriots fan who who suffered that unfortunate incident with the Miami Dolphins fans. And as before we take the moment of silence, PSA. Bro, it is just football. Let it go. All right. Let's go ahead and move into the – what are we doing first? Let's go to the head-to-head review, Eric. 
Head-to-head review. So last week was a rough week for me. Great week for everybody else. Uh, Jermaine went two and one, putting him at forty-three and fifty-nine on the season, down six point eight units. Um, he did hit uh, a parlay. Uh, man, what a nice parlay that was! And then Nicholas went two and one as well, putting him at thirty-nine sixty-one and two on the season, down only point seven units. And I went one and two. Uh, putting me at 41 and 61 on the season, down 5.4 units. And Nevada went 2 and 1 as well, putting him at 38, 60, and 1, down 5.2 units. Yeah, um, I probably should have clear. I should probably should have looked at this before. That's on me. Hey, that Grasso money line, it was it ended up being a draw. So I that would be a push. Push. I'll sort it out after. Yeah, we'll fix it later. Yeah, I'll uh, just after. just to clarify, I went one one and one because <laughs> the judges, man, what an awful judging decision. Uh, UFC judging continues to be hotly contested. Look, if we're going to introduce robot umps, can we just introduce robot judges? I, I mean, mean let, at, let, at let this point, at, at this point, like, what in the world, man? Uh, but. Neither here nor there. Another awesome week of head-to-head. I'm slowly but surely rallying in the units department. So um, that's that's good news. And we'll go ahead and get into the pop culture pick em, Top five best kind of people here. Yeah, so uh, this was a, a suggestion by uh, our host, Jermaine. Um, we'll be doing the back end of – or we'll be doing the opposite of this next week. But uh, top five best type of people. Um, I actually struggle with this one. So – I follow this dude on YouTube, uh, J7. He's out of uh, London. He helps uh, – he works with uh, people who have disabilities, and he, like, trains them. So I'm going to say anybody who works with uh, people who are disabled. Man, I took this completely different. I took this as, like, the best type of friends to have. So that's that's the way I went about this. Well – However you got your list okay. is fine. All right. All right. That's, dude, that's a good one. Yeah. I, I could never do that, man. Um, man, uh, I'll go with the, uh, I'll, I'll go with people that are, that are, uh, give you the hard truth. They're, they're blunt people when you need it. Oh, I, I wish I had some of those people. <laughs> Just kidding. I am that person. That's enough. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and put people who return their shopping cards. <laughs> Test for good people. <laughs> yes, it is. And then uh, I'm going to go ahead and put, let's see, uh, <clears throat> people who support ev- like everything. So like if you were like, I'm starting a podcast and that person buys a t-shirt, listens regularly. You know what I mean? So people you're friends support- with money is what you're saying. You don't need money to support people. Just kidding, dude. Only you would dig that, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. He's got he's got a dollar signs if you look closely in his eyeballs. That's right, Mister Crouch. Why'd you open this restaurant? <laughs> money. <laughs> Why? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the party friend. You some sometimes you just need that guy that. That he's your buddy, he's who you trust, but you can call him up if you're if you're trying to have a good time. You know he's always down to party. Uh, you don't kind of want to have him around all the time because he's always trying to party, but you just stay in touch with him enough that you're like, hey man, like 
I like it's a I got a free weekend. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, Oh, come to this party. You're like, I knew you'd be, I knew you'd be doing something. Hi, my name's Jermaine and I like to party. Yeah. <laughs> no, yes, my sir. name's Jermaine and I like to party. <laughs> you can't also like to party. I gotta watch Hot Rod again. It's been a minute. I uh, love that movie. So, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, oh, yeah. So, my next pick, I'm gonna go. Funny that we just read this article, but a lot of my time, a lot of the encounters I've had with these people, they've always been some of the like most open minded people. <laughs> I'm gonna go with people who do psychedelics. I'm, listen, I'm, it's good, I'm, that's I'm, a good answer, bro. I will, I will caveat that. <laughs> I, I, I will caveat that with there is a certain type of person who does psychedelics and does not make it their entire personality. And does not tell you that they found the truth of the universe. Yeah. And they only share it with you when like you're like, hey man, I'm looking to do this. And they're like, oh, that's cool. Like I did it. And then you're like, oh, well, what what how did you experience? And they they say this 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 great thing that you can really separate people who are like preachy and not. And he goes, Oh, well, my experience isn't gonna be like your experience, but here's what I here's what my experience was. Yeah. I also say people that do psychedelics and when you ask them will like are very knowledgeable and can help you through a psychedelic experience like sort of sherpa ish yeah yeah like a little shaman or something yeah um and then since i get to go on the turnaround again um i i guess just because my dad used to beat it into me um anytime i see somebody who helps like a little old lady with her groceries in her car and then you steal her money after that. Oh, right? no, no. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I always allow them to tip, but it's only over a dollar. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't do that. If they tip in butterscotch, though, your boy is taking that motherfucker and running, dude. <laughs> dude, Werther's Originals get a bad rap. <laughs> dude, they're fire. So the, other day, the other day, I took a, a bag of Werther's original and crush them up and then put it into vodka and it infused the vodka overnight. Okay. Well, I was going to say, we have a bag of Werther's and every once in a while, I'll just grab one and they're fucking amazing. It's from, yeah, it's from, it's from that vodka thing that I did. <laughs> have we not finished those Werther's yet? <laughs> no, no, no. They, they're not there. <laughs> Don, they're we, not there. We have like a candy shelf. There's like gummies and green, green tea, tea cats. Shit's going hard, bro. No, okay. Yeah, that's one of my favorite, all time favorite candies. Damn. Uh, all right, go ahead, Dick. Uh, I'll go the laughter friend. So the dude that, like, no matter what you like, he just boot, he makes you think that you're like the funniest person alive. And, <laughs> and, and actually, like, like, is actually like not faking it. Like, actually, you're like, holy, like, I am. Like, you don't want him to laugh at everything. But, like, when you say a joke, this dude is, like, crying. And you're like, man, that was a good joke. But, like, man, maybe I am fucking funny. I think we are that for Eric because we have almost convinced him to do a stand-up career. So, you're welcome, Eric. Appreciate you, guys. One Solid of people. Day, one, one of these days, I'll get him up there. I just have to tank before. And all my whole set is, is going to be only polarizing topics. Trump, Kim K, Kanye. <laughs> the juice. Joe Biden, the juice. <laughs> Not the juice, the juice. I'm gonna go uh people who share music. The juice. Those are the best kind of people, bro. 
the, the juice is an OJ. The juice is loose. <laughs> I didn't think we'd mention OJ when we're talking about the best type of people. <laughs> yeah. That's a, uh, that's a foreshadowing for next week. <laughs> so um, I'm going to go with volunteers. So like volunteer, like animal places, right? Animal shelters, volunteer firefighters, uh, military service members, because I know they pay them, but that shit's goddamn volunteer because it's not enough. <laughs> teachers. <laughs> yeah. Te- actually, fuck teachers. That's right, Luigi. I said it. I agree. <laughs> we should pay our athletes more. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. <laughs> See, look, Eric. Jermaine will go up and say his thing. I'll go up. I'll say my jokes about how I think nurses, teachers, and the military should be paid less, and all that money should go to athletes because they're the really ones that teach us stuff. God bless LeBron. I wouldn't know which side to be on in the China, the China polit- political debacle. What do you think? Look. Dude, I didn't learn algebra at all. But you know what? I can tell you how many home runs Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire hit in 1998. That's because sports means more. Uh, I'm going to go to uh, – I'm going to call it the guy who lets you borrow everything. I'm also going to caveat it with uh, – or not caveat it. I'm going to follow it up with saying with no expectation of getting it back. Or lets you like – or he's the dude, uh, shout out Eric, by the way. He's the dude that has all the accounts, has all the passwords. You know, shout out to Eric. Let me watch Champions League Paramount Plus today. Uh, he's And there's just no expectation that you need to pay him, you need to pay him back. If you could keep that thing for five years, and if you give it back to him, he'll go, oh, thanks, man. I forgot I even had this, right? Those are good people. Oh, yeah, Eric, yeah. Uh, Eric, you ruined it. No, no, no. (laughs) I'm not. Yeah, Eric, those are. Yeah, shout out, Eric. Yeah, Eric, those are good people. No, those are people that give, like, you know, unconditionally are dope-ass people. Anyway, moving into my fourth pick. You are pretty dope, Eric. Which is gracias, senor. I'm going to go with. um, That was the widest you could possibly say that, bro. The, the dudes that all tell you like, oh, you got something in your teeth or you got something on your shirt or like the dudes that make sure you're looking crispy, right? They're oh. always confident in your fit, making sure you're looking crispy. Damn. I got, I'm not, you know, I'm, I may be gassing myself up over here, but I'm a lot of these people on this list. I like this. <laughs> I might also be a lot of the people on the next list. Though, so I know. I know the next list is where I'm going to shine. It's balanced. <laughs> it's balanced. It's, it's, it's balance. <laughs> yeah, Too much Star Wars in my life right now, bro. My guys, my guys on overload for Star Wars. Should I, should I watch Ahsoka? Yes, one thousand percent. Jermaine, should I watch Ahsoka? Absolutely. I don't want to watch. I, I I'm gonna be like, man. Now I need to watch the Clone Wars. Now I need to watch Rebels. You should watch those without <laughs> watching Ahsoka. Eric just Eric just finished those, and you remember how Eric. Sat here on this podcast and absolutely oh. buried Star Wars. I will eat crow for this. I I was giving you the opportunity. Can you uh, let me set it up for you to uh, hit the home run? Jesus yeah. Christ! Take take it away, Eric. Yeah, go there ahead. you go, Eric. Take it away. Friggin blow I, it. I, I just I was I was wrong. I I I misjudged it without truly watching it. Uh, the first time I watched it as a kid, I didn't comprehend what it was about. And with Star Wars, if you watch it like 
in the timeline order that Disney tells you to watch it in, um, it's a phenomenal fucking story. Uh, it's amazing. And it's some of the best cinema. And Darth Vader is the greatest villain of all time. And I'm going to stop right here uh, and give you guys my fifth pick. Um, I didn't really want to give this pick, but um, I ran out of shit. So here it is. Women who understand men and women are different and don't complain about inequality because they understand we aren't equal. Those are the best people. Do you have that on a script? (laughs) I wrote it on my notes right here. It sounded like a woman had a gun to your head when you read that, Eric. No, 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 no. (laughs) It's in my sticky notes. Women who understand men and men are different and don't complain about inequality because they understand we are equal. It's exactly how he read it, dog. My guy was my guy was making one of those Taliban hostage videos. He's he's blinking. Eric, blink if you're okay. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh the the gossip friend for my final pick. So somebody that just you can you when you have some hot gossip at work or you just have something that you want to talk about, whether it's celebrity, something in your life, something personal, you can text this friend. And hopefully they're across the country because they'll be like, oh, listen to this shit that's happening in my life. That's always it's, – it's always good to have that person. I like it. Uh, for my last one is, is, is people who always say yes. <laughs> hey, man, you want to go do this? Yeah, I'm down. Hey, man, you want to go do this? They're usually not the idea, man. But they are always down to ride for whatever it is, right? Like last night, I went to go see the Book of Mormon, uh, wildly unexpectedly. Also, fantastic play. And they have this, I didn't even know they had this, this Broadway San Diego, but you can buy five shows for $220. It's not bad. Also, next, next November, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse live in concert is coming. Uh, so your boy skinny penis is going to be going, bro. Uh, the Wiz is coming. Mrs. Doubtfire. The Grinch is this Christmas. Aladdin, Peter Pan. Um, I, I was like, hell yeah. I might start hitting it. Also the, the freaking tram just empties out right next to the civic center. So great. Now, Eric, now we have to hear about how Eric loves theater. No, I won't be attending most of these. Yeah, Eric didn't go last night. No, I know. I'm just saying because because Eric likes to copy things. That... <laughs> uh, honorable mentions for me: uh, the sports friend and the funny friend. <laughs> also, a kind, of, a kind of sad one for me on the uh, on the the tune of Eric's first pick. Uh, Shout out to Mark Morahan for a lot of his career. He worked in hospice, mm, nurses, hospice nurses. That's tough. That's brutal. Takes a special kind of person to do that shit. And he uh, he actually like enjoyed it. He didn't seem to have any like ill effects from it. So those are those are the only nurses that I have. I swear to God, I, I don't know if our listeners know, but I work in healthcare staffing. Every single nurse and telly. ICU, ER, pediatric, they're all absolute cunts who complain about everything <laughs> and all they want is fucking money, money, money. And then I deal with these people who deal with fucking sick and death all day at hospice and long-term care. And they are the nicest, sweetest fucking people who don't give a shit about the pay. They're genuinely there to help. 
So shout out to fucking exactly what you said. Shout out to long-term care and hospice RNs. Those are very special people and they do a hard job and they don't complain about it. So shout out to them for sure. Yeah. Hospice took care of my grandma when, so we moved my grandma here for a little bit. It's like the, unfortunately it's like the only memories I have her because I only saw her when I was a baby. And then at this point, they took care of her and then I helped take care of her. Man, that shit. Brutal. That shit's tough. Yeah. My, my dad used to be a travel hospice nurse. So he would like drive like 50 miles to this dude's house just to provide in-home hospice care. Drive like 60 miles back the other way, take care of another dude. I was like, dad, I, I, told, I would tell him all the time in high school, I'd be like, dad, I don't know how, I don't know how you do this. <laughs> yeah, that's special. Shout out, shout out Papa Morahan. Uh, that's awesome of him to be doing that. So Eric, you had any honorable mentions or did I already ask you that? Uh, the only one, I, I'm going to call him the hitch friend, the dude that, Always helps you close the deal or is making the girls laugh to set you up in a position to close. Um, that's a great dude to have around. But that's my only honor- other honorable mention. No, so not Chance. <laughs> he, he's the opposite, bro. He'll talk shit about you in front of them. Yeah. It, it works, bro. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Let's go ahead and get into the NFL review here. Um Sorry, I saw that. I was reading that headline from the Bills again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, dog, what a headline, dude. The uh, NFL pick'em record so far is Nick is three six and one. I'm six three and one, and Eric is one and two. Uh, for the sake of time, we'll just get three from Eric every week that he doesn't Ooh. submit in head to head. Um, but with that being said, NFL Week Two is in the books. <laughs> First of all. First of all, just overarching theme. How crazy have the first two weeks been? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it is, it, it exemplifies the saying any given Sunday, right? We think all this stuff is going to happen and then none of that stuff happens. Yeah. I mean, dude, first, and then secondly, secondly. We all play fantasy football, right? Fantasy is fun, right? See? (laughs) Sometimes. (laughs) When you're winning, fantasy is awesome. (laughs) Fantasy fantasy is not fun. All right, let me tell you about a situation that I had. (laughs) Right? Two weeks ago. Actually, I'm going to say after week one. Your boy had... Saquon Barkley, Cam Akers, Gus Edwards, who else? Uh, Kenneth Gainwell. And then Jerome Ford riding the bench. Jerome Ford not even playing. Jerome Ford on my taxi squad. Right? Uh, After week two, because I thought I had a great running back market, traded one of the worst trades I've ever done. It's the worst trade I've ever seen, and that is saying something. It's a bad trade. It's a bad trade. Should have gotten more, wasn't thinking. Traded away Gus Edwards for a for a tight end. I think it was I, I think the ultimate trade was Gus Edwards and Irv Smith Jr. Yeah, Gus Edwards and Irv Smith Jr. for Hayden Hurst and a fourth round pick. <coughs> fourth and fifth. A fourth and a fifth. It's not. It wasn't a good trade. 
Oh my god. The fleecing that happened, I I can't even I can't even follow the logic. That's how bad that trade was. <laughs> um so I but I was like, all right, whatever. Kenneth Gainwell goes out with a concussion or ribs, right, Eric? Ribs? R- ribs. 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 Kenneth Gainwell. Short week. Saquon Barkley sprains his ankle. Still doesn't beat B. John Robinson. Gets two touchdowns. Uh, Cam Akers doesn't play for 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 some reason. I am left with going into my fantasy matchup, going into Monday night with Jermaine. I have a two point lead with Rashid's. What, what what's his name? Rashid. Yeah, what Eric? Eric, can you say Rashid Shahid's name? Rashid Shahid, aka Shashimi, because that's all I could get out on Sunday. <laughs> okay, so Shashimi, Rashid Shashimi, uh, for the Saints and the Saints defense, right? That's who you had to play. Yeah, that's what I had left. Yeah, that's a win. That's a win. With Jerome Ford is the only option. For With you. Jerome Ford is my only option, and the fantasy gods, I think, intervened to save my season. Unreal how that whole thing shook down. Uh, So speaking of that whole situation, so I picked that I picked Nick versus myself in week two because the Panthers and Saints were Monday night football. So we had our fantasy matchup. We had our our first divisional game of the year against each other. As customary, we put a case of beer on on all matchups like that. Not Bayern versus Man United. I refuse to take that bet. Um so <laughs> I am talking shit all weekend. My team is god awful. This is Dynasty Fantasy, by the way. So I'm in full tank. Nick is primetime contender. I'm talking shit all week, and Nick is shaking in his little girl boots. He was not responsive to anything until he was either up with the Panthers, tied as with the Panthers, or he was close in fantasy football. To be so, to to I mean I yeah okay keep going. Well, no, I was just gonna say. So we have to pick an arbitrary matchup this week, and we'll do this off the line uh, for us to to settle the beer bets because we're one to one right now. So we'll pick an arbitrary week three matchup, and that's what we'll put the case of beer on. Maybe we'll come out in Nick's Nuggets. Maybe. Maybe. Um, all right. So that that quick recap. I love asking that question when when chaos is a, is a muck. It's like, yo, fantasy football is fun, right? It's fun. It's fun, sir. <laughs> it's fun. All right. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get into our NFL Week 2 review. The way we're going to do this is each one of us is going to pre- present surprises or disappointments or biggest takeaway from the week. Uh, each person will present two different things. We'll start with you, Eric. Go ahead. Uh, so biggest disappointment was the Broncos scoring more than 18 and still losing. Um, <laughs> also, that makes 15 times, 15 games in a row where they've led at half and lost. Um, the Broncos just have no idea what they're doing. Um, Bill O'Brien's then, coaching? Bill O'Brien. Isn't he the – Bill O'Brien loves blowing halftime leads. Uh, that's 100%. true. That's true. That's true. Um, and then uh, the Rams just traded Cam Akers to the Vikings. Yes. Oh, that was, that, that was that was way earlier. There. Yeah. Was so it? you're you're probably happy about that right now. Um, and then I guess um, the only other takeaway I have is that the uh, the Bears are who we thought they were, or actually they're not who we thought they were. <laughs> yeah, not who we thought. <laughs> they are the complete opposite. Justin Fields is not making a leap. 
their coach sucks. Their defensive coordinator had to step away for health reasons. It's all falling apart in Chicago. Um, absolutely fade everything we said about the Bears or what Jermaine and what I tagged along with uh, about the Bears in the preseason. Um, it is looking terrible for the Chicago yeah. Bears. All right. So here, here, I'm glad you brought that up, actually. So um, is Justin Fields a starting quarterback in the NFL next year? No. No, not even on a quarterback needy team. Nobody's going to even take the attempt. No, nope. really. Sam Darnold gets an attempt, but not Justin Fields. Sam Darnold's tall and white. Okay. And he doesn't blame his coaches. I just, I just think Sam Darnold is tall and white and a top ten pick. Justin Fields was what? 12 not tall, on. not. I mean, not tall, not white, and not a. Or, and and a, he he fits the top ten pick. Uh, let's see. When I honestly, just, I, honestly. I, 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 I just think Sam Darnold can be a serviceable backup. He he was pick eleven, so technically not top ten. I, I will say to to counter that, um, the Bears don't have a first round pick, and unless they trade or something, I could see them running with him again. How do how do the Bears not have a first round pick, Eric? They just got a bunch from Carolina. They got Carolina's picks. Oh, I forgot about that, and they got DJ Moore. What a bunch of fucking. <laughs> also, uh, what is what is tall? Because Justin Fields is six three. Uh, short. Isn't Sam Darnold like six five? Yeah, also six three. Okay. <laughs> I just no, I, 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 look, look. I respect. I respect the answers. I I don't know if he's going to. I don't know. It's just a fun question to ask, especially when I said he was going to win MVP <laughs> not not four weeks ago. I just think uh, the NFL is very hesitant to make running black quarterbacks <laughs> backup quarterbacks. Maybe it's still the stigma that exists in the uh, NFL. <laughs> you mean starting quarterbacks or backup quarterbacks? Backup quarterbacks. He's not going to be a starter. There's no way he's going to be a starter. I think he could still be a starter. Mitchell Trubisky started again. I mean, he completed 55% of his passes. Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> what are we talk? Mitchell Trubisky, Sam Darnold's literally saw ghosts on the field, and Sam Darnold got another shot. So, what you call it? A little bit of CTE. <laughs> CTE reflash. Yeah. There's a lot of that going on this weekend, bro. <laughs> All right, so we went through uh, Eric's. What do you got for week two, Nick? Uh, Kirk Cousins. Uh, although he gave a very valiant attempt cannot win away from home and as a dog in prime time. Is he that just, really he, his fault though? He can't win. Is he's that one, he's one in seven. Was in that game, game his fault though? Probably not. I mean, he could have <laughs> scored in the first half. That would have been pretty cool. I just think it's crazy to blame that man when, when Justin Jefferson, everyone's fucking darling fumbled the ball into the end zone causing a touchback you know what i mean like it would, it would have been a different game if if that if that went the other way four fumbles only one of them was on kirk cousins and that's because his offensive line is talk shit i get what you're i get what you're saying though kirk cousins continues to be kirk cousins god bless that man's soul uh, <laughs> it's it's like jim kelly made it brought the bills to four straight super bowls he still lost in all of them by Super Bowl number three or by Super Bowl number four, I'm betting against Jim Kelly to lose in the Super Bowl. Uh, this will be my favorite bet. 
Kirk Cousins away from home or Kirk Cousins as a dog, you smash the other team. You hammer the other team. <laughs> Let me – did the Eagles – the Eagles pushed again, didn't they? I think no, so. It was six and a half and we won by six. <laughs> what did – oh, it didn't close at six? So he's uh, now, now two and six against the spread. Yeah, as see, a, the, the, the line closed at minus sixth and the over-under was 49 and a half. Um, but if you got it at six and a half, then you did lose. That's that's tragic if you got it at six and a half, dog. That's awful. <laughs> Getting lines where you shouldn't have gotten them. Uh, my second uh, disappointment is Sean McVay. Sean McVay calling the Rams to kick a field goal with four seconds left to get no to get nowhere close to winning the game. That was a that was a call into Vegas. And that had to they, be. And then when yeah, well, that, I, you do have to think that the line was seven and a half. The the Rams lost by seven. But you you got to think like in his press conference, like so obviously, like everybody loves to say this is a controversy, right? Sean McVay's press conference on oh that was today. Wait, no, yesterday. He made it even more shady. He was like, "Well, obviously, we're not we're not looking into Vegas. We're not trying to do all this gambling stuff. We we don't care about the lines of the football game." And they're like, well, "Why are you kicking a field goal when there's four seconds left? You know, you can't get the ball back." He goes, "Oh, you know, we're just trying to give our field goal unit practice in game time situation." It's like, what? Sean McVay is one of the smartest people in the NFL. You can't tell me he doesn't know what the line is. Smartest people in the world. Yeah. Ah, dude, was, that's that's pretty crazy. I was not ready for this to be a conspiracy. I saw his press conference on yesterday, and I was like, wait, hold on. <laughs> what is going on now? He definitely did not help the case. So those that's, that's my second takeaway. The Rams are 100% in bed with Vegas. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of crazy, dude. I actually kind of think most of this, most of these games are fixed. Doesn't stop me from watching it. (laughs) Uh, So it gives you a good excuse to be like, oh, damn it. Uh, so biggest, I don't know how to phrase this, but it's kind of like, how about this? The most on brand thing I saw this in week two, uh, is none other than the Los Angeles Chargers. (laughs) <laughs> so I don't so I, I don't know where to start. Uh Kellen Moore was brought in to be the offensive coordinator. The Chargers lost to the Jaguars in the playoffs by one because they couldn't run the football, or maybe not couldn't. They didn't run the football. And then they did the same thing. Uh Justin Herbert loses again. Uh, so I'm starting to question the fact of if Justin Herbert is that dude. Maybe he is just very much a Philip Rivers where he produces stats. He looks great doing it. He is a good quarterback, but is not a winner. Uh, so these are things that have to be called into question. They hired the Rams defensive coordinator. The as their head as, as their head coach. 
Why the fuck can their defense still not stop the run? I, I, we've been saying they can't stop the run for six years, Nick. <laughs> Maybe it's time to admit they just can't stop the run. <laughs> Maybe it's time to admit that your defensive coordinator head coach ain't very good at defense. It's an L.A. thing. <laughs> Beach sun, sand, and not stopping the run. <laughs> Dog. That is a t-shirt if I ever heard, heard one. Eric, write that down, please. It's an L.A. thing. <laughs> write that down. Put that into the... <laughs> It's an L.A. thing. Beach sun and not stopping the run. <laughs> sun, sand, and run the damn ball. Oh, uh, and then lastly... um. CJ CJ Stroud. <laughs> I mean, can, can I can I also say, also very on brand for Texans quarterbacks to throw for crazy number of yards and still get blown out, one thousand <laughs> percent. But he looks fantastic. There they have. I I wanted to let you know this. I I didn't know it was this many. I I forgot where I heard it, but. I knew that their starting left tackle got hurt. That I, I don't know if that's Titus Howard, but then also Titus Howard got hurt. So I knew they had two injuries on their line already. So it was going to be a mess. Four of their starters are out, and I think they're all on IR. Four of their starting offensive linemen. My man's has been sacked 11 times and still looks like a fantastic quarterback out there. But he's been sacked 11 times in two games. So is he going to be more David Carr or is he going to be more Deshaun Watson? I'd say he's going to be more Deshaun Watson, but he looks good. Considering that I log on to his ESPN page and it says five hours ago, he was a limited participant in Wednesday's practice with a shoulder injury. (laughs) Probably, probably, probably the needle is starting to go more Derek Carr. Uh, yeah, so that that was – I wanted to just bring up C.J. Stroud. I wanted to bring up the Chargers. And then lastly, I would like to uh, get an apology from everyone who refused to say that the AFC South was the worst division in football last year and that it was the NFC South. Uh, the NFC South now has three undefeated teams, and everyone argued that every team in the NFC South got worse this offseason. Right? So I, I, at a certain point in time, when – Two of the AFC South teams have the top two picks. <laughs> like, or top four, because the Colts had top four. Uh, how is the NFC South worse? That doesn't make any sense to me. It still won't make any sense to me, and it's going to be a hill I die on because people are stupid. One of that's the teams gonna... got worse. One of the teams got worse? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, you have a first-round pick next year, dude. Sick. Oh wait, the Bears. The Bears. Uh, All right. So, last thing before we get into uh, week three, who do you have? Two weeks in, gun to your head. Who do you have winning the Caleb Williams sweepstakes, Eric? (sighs) (laughs) He wasn't ready, Nick. (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna say the Bears. Okay. I, I have to agree, man. I don't. I just don't see them winning any games. <laughs> so I will say this: five games last year, the Bears looked real, real bad, and then Justin Fields became a fucking weapon. I was gonna say dark horse pick, 
Sean Payton tanks the Broncos and cleans house next offseason. Yo, the dead cap for Russell Wilson would be crazy. Get him out. Oh, you my could, goodness. You could trade Russ to a quarterback needy oh, team. Oh, you could not. I mean, you could you could trade him. It's yes. what you could get in return. Yeah, we're not asking for multiple firsts. We'll take a, a seventh pick. and a washing machine. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> A, a seventh round pick in 2027 <laughs> and a ham sandwich. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was about to say, yeah, a year long supply of sandwiches. <laughs> Just fill up the snack machine once, and we're good. I think you could get a, a Tariq Cohen in a third back. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all right, let's get into week three here. We'll start with, as always, Nick's motherfucking chicken nuggets. Yeah, so um, we had two games last week that were uh, that we like to uh, see, which was fading um, West Coast teams traveling to the East Coast early. They didn't really work out uh, too well for us. Currently on the year, we're one and three against the spread, two and two straight up. There are no West Coast teams traveling to the East Coast early this year. However, uh, if we go to uh, fading East Coast teams. Uh, traveling to the West Coast in prime time, there are uh, two games this week that are East Coast teams in prime time on the West Coast. The New York Giants uh, travel to the San Francisco 49ers on Thursday night football. Ugh. And Sunday night football is the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, going to the Las Vegas Raiders. We like to fade those East Coast teams. Um, so uh, I will... Actually, I'm not going to take uh, – actually, I will take uh, Pittsburgh plus two and a half, uh, the East Coast team. Uh, Pittsburgh is not the dog. No, I know. I'm not going to take either of those teams, but I will take Pittsburgh plus two and a half. I'll explain, Pitt- I'll explain why later. Pittsburgh is minus one right now. So you're Pittsburgh is minus one? Yeah, I'm looking at DraftKings oh. right now. Pittsburgh oh, is minus Eric. one. Eric, uh, what, what DraftKings on what site? Because, oh, bit of a controversy on the podcast. That looks like two and a half to me. It does look like two and a half. Eric has it up on the screen. Two and a half. Is that Eric? Uh, Eric, can you Eric yeah. check uh, check the date of your browser? Uh, server time nine twenty twenty three seven seventeen. Go up to the X at the top. That'll oh, yeah. help you. That'll help you check the the browser time. Uh, all right. Well, so for, so Nick's Nuggets. We like to fade East Coast teams. Uh, basically, we take the uh, West Coast team on the spread. Uh, San Francisco minus ten and a half, and the Raiders minus two and a half with Pittsburgh traveling to Las Vegas. Uh, I don't want to take either of those for Nick's Nuggets. I'll explain why. Uh, we'll start with the Las Vegas Raiders game. So uh, we we like to uh, last week taking teams. Um, that uh, scored less than 10 points and taking them against the spread. Um, last week, uh, favorites against the spread went 0-3. That bodes not very well for uh, the Raiders, minus 2.5, and, and the Jacksonville Jaguars, minus 9.5 uh, against Houston. Uh, the one that it does bode well for, uh, underdogs, with a spread less than 10 points, who scored uh, 10 points last week, are 1-0-1 on the year. 
Uh, the New York Jets, funny enough, the New York Jets are plus three against New England. I'm going to take the Jets plus three against New England because uh, we take teams scoring less uh, than 10 points the previous week when they are dogs. Uh, we also have another rule here on Knicks Nuggets. If the spread is greater than nine and a half, we take the under and we take the dog, but we want to put the favorite uh, straight up. We've had uh, one of these matchups so far. Last week, Dallas at the New York Jets. Unfortunately, the under did not hit, and uh, Dallas covered both the spread and one straight up. This week, we have four matchups in which the spread is either nine and a half or greater. Uh, we'll start with the first one. Our Thursday night football matchup, the San Francisco Giants, or the San Francisco Giants, uh, the New York Giants and the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, New York is a 10 and a half point dog. Uh, I will not be taking that, but I will take San Francisco, New York under 44. Remember, we like to take the unders. Uh, Jacksonville and Houston on Sunday. Houston is a nine and a half point dog. I also will not be taking Houston. I will be taking the under in that game, which is also 44. Uh, Dallas and Arizona is under 43. Arizona is a 12 point dog. I will take the Cardinals plus 12 and the Dallas, Arizona under 43. Uh, and Kansas City, Chicago has an under of 47 and a half. And the Bears are a 12 and a half point dog. Give me both the under 47 and a half in that game and the underdog Bears at plus 12 and a half. Let's go into uh, rest advantage, rest disadvantage. So these stats are from 2019. Teams playing on Thursday night football, the Minnesota Vikings and the Philadelphia Eagles. Minnesota will take on the Los Angeles Chargers, and Philly will actually have a super rest since they play on Monday night football. They will take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Minnesota with a rest advantage since 2019 is 8-5 straight up, but 6-7 and seven against the spread. Uh, unfortunately, the Arizona or the uh, Los Angeles Chargers are five and seven straight up and against the spread. Uh, this will also be building to a favorites parlay. Uh, I will I will talk about at the end. I don't want the uh, the Vikings spread because of those metrics. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles uh, are five and five straight up and four five and one against the spread since 2019 with the rest advantage. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are nine and three straight up and eight and four against the spread. Now I don't think Baker Mayfield and correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Baker Mayfield is not Tom Brady, right? No. Okay, so uh, I am also not going to take any side in this matchup because although Tampa Bay is above 500 in both straight up and against the spread, uh, as the gentleman uh, to uh, to my top and bottom just confirmed, Baker Mayfield is not Tom Brady, uh, and those are Tom Brady-driven statistics. Uh, For Monday Night Football, uh, you're looking at a rest disadvantage. So the four teams played on Monday Night Football, the Panthers, Saints, Browns, and Steelers. Uh, The Carolina Panthers will play Seattle in Seattle with a rest disadvantage since they played on Monday Night Football. Uh, Carolina is 0-5 straight up, but 2-3 against the spread. And the Seattle, however, the Seattle Seahawks are 4-6 both against the spread uh, and straight up. No action there. With the uh, rest dis- with the rest advantage, rest disadvantage. Uh, the Saints, New Orleans Saints, will play the Green Bay Packers. Saints are eight and five straight up, seven and six against the spread with a rest disadvantage. Green Bay plays very well with a rest advantage, though twelve and six uh, and eleven and seven respectively, straight up and against the spread since two thousand nineteen. 
also nothing that I want to take there uh, in that matchup. Uh, Cleveland plays Tennessee. Uh, this is a this is a a tale of of two sides here. Cleveland is uh, three and seven straight up, four and six against the spread with a rest disadvantage. Where the Titans uh, under Vrabel since two thousand nineteen seven and five straight up and eight and four against the spread. Eric, what is the spread of that uh, Tennessee game? Three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half. Ooh, man, I would have liked it down at three. I'm going to take uh, the Titans uh, minus three and a half. We're there with that rest advantage, and I'm also going to play them in a favorite. Titans are dogs. Titans are dogs? Titans are really dogs? Oh, yeah. man. Well, yeah. Give me give me Titans money line then uh, and Titans against the spread, please. So Titans plus three and a half, and I want to take the Titans money line plus 145. Uh, the final matchup that we talked about, um, the with, with a rest disadvantage since 2019, we obviously talked about this guy. Uh, this coach a lot. Mike Tomlin has the Steelers at nine, seven and one straight up nine and eight against the spread. The Las Vegas Raiders since 2019, four and seven straight up three and eight against the spread. Uh, with that being said, Oh man, that's an East coast team traveling yeah, in is, prime time though. That is an East coast team traveling in prime time. Um, Pittsburgh money line. <laughs> Pittsburgh money line. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really want any act, any action in that. All right. Now, to build the Knicks Nuggets favorites parlay. Uh, give me the 49ers. Now we'll give a chance here for Eric to, to build it up. So Eric, 49ers, Jags, Cowboys, Chiefs, Vikings. Uh, and we're going to call it. We're going to call it there. All right. Give me a second to run through it, and I'll tell you what the odds are on that. Okay. Uh, also some of our, our, our last two Knicks nuggets, uh, the kind of, the kind of fun ones, uh, just so we can track it going through the season, uh, teams after playing the Carolina Panthers, uh, and the San Francisco 49ers both went one and a, both won their games last week. So unfortunately the, the streaks are broken. Uh, if we we're going to keep tracking this stat throughout the year, but, uh, last week, the new Orleans saints played the Carolina Panthers on Monday night football. Their next week opponent is Green Bay. So if you want to sprinkle a little bit of money uh, on the Green Bay Packers money line uh, and the Los Angeles Rams, as we stated before in our week two recap, they played San Francisco. They are at Cincinnati. So if you want to sprinkle a little bit of money line uh, on the uh, failing or the struggling Cincinnati Bengals. So that uh, that favorites parlay is plus 274. Give it to me. Oh, okay, talk dirty to me, Nick. Uh, man, Minnesota Vikings zero and two, and Chargers zero and two. That's gonna, <laughs> that's a big time matchup for those teams. It's pretty crazy. barn burner. Um, Dallas Cowboys have a plus sixty point differential, but they've also only played the Giants and the Jets. <laughs> so can they keep playing the Giants and the Jets for the rest of the year? I think they'd fucking love it, bro. <laughs> All right, what do you, what are your guys' thoughts on uh, <clears throat> on Week Three NFL action? Uh, we're gonna go ahead and go, just go through the slate now. Um, I love the idea of a New York Giants backdoor cover. Right, it's Thursday night football. San Francisco, hold on. Who does San Francisco play in week four? Let me let me find that out real quick. So overview week four, San Francisco plays 
They're looking. They're looking. Cardinals. Cardinals. They're not looking forward to the Cardinals. They're not okay. looking forward to. Well, they, <laughs> they might be looking forward to the Cardinals. Yeah, they might be. I just love the idea, right? So it's, it's uh, they play, they play the Cowboys Week Five, by the way. There's no negatives, right? There's no negatives for. There's no positives for the Giants, right? Uh, they were down 21 points at one time against the Cardinals. Yeah, that's right. You heard that correctly against the Cardinals. Saquon Barkley sprained an ankle. Darren Waller has this weird injury cloud despite him balling out, <laughs> balling out for them. Uh, who the fuck plays wide receiver for the Giants? Can any of you name one? Kadarius uh, Tony. I, 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 I can name you who should play wide receiver for the Giants. <laughs> I know who's on their roster listed as WR. <laughs> they don't seem to be on the field catching passes. And who's that? Uh, that would be Wanda <laughs> Robinson, Jalen Hyatt, Sterling Shepard. <laughs> Those are all listed as wide receivers on the Giants' depth chart. However, when I check the box score, it doesn't seem like they seem to be receiving too well. And I heard today that this is a Matt Breida revenge game. Uh, <laughs> I'll take, I'll take the. I'm riding the under with Nick on this one. Under 44. I think San Francisco wins 41 to zero. A uh, very next game we had the Denver Broncos taking on the Miami Dolphins. Now, look. Typically, I'm riding with Florida teams, and therefore I love Miami Dolphins minus six and a half. I'm going to fade the Broncos until they prove it otherwise. Right? They can probably backdoor cover and sure, but I also think. Based on what I saw from Denver's offense, kind of getting it sort of together, Jerry Judy didn't re-aggravate the hamstring, uh, so he should be back and and running even more routes. I'm gonna I'm interested in this over 48 for the Broncos Miami game at minus 112. The very next game we have the Buffalo Bills traveling into the Washington Commanders. Early favorite for Coach of the Year Ron Rivera. Uh, first of all, the over under for the Washington Commanders was six. Or maybe it was six and a half because they're not going to do a solid number like that. But he's already got a third of those wins. My man's is two and zero already, putting together some some absolute gangbuster games. That Broncos game was crazy. Uh, I love the idea of getting a home dog at plus six and a half. Yeah, it's not bad. I'll take Washington plus six and a half. Look, if you are desperate to ride this and, and you're scared about that, buy a point. Push the line to seven, right? And ride like the wind bullseye. I think that I think that's fantastic value. Very next matchup, Houston, Jack, Houston Texans taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. You just heard me gush about CJ Stroud. I think there's values on this Texans line. Give me Texans plus nine and a half. Uh, I agree with Nick's pick for the under in this matchup. I'm, not, I'm concerned about Jacksonville's offense, and it is a divisional matchup. I won't be riding the bet myself, but I do agree with his sentiments on that. Uh, Indianapolis Colts traveling into Baltimore Ravens. Uh, they're seven-and-a-half-point dogs. Uh, I'm going to abstain from this matchup just because I don't know what's happening with Anthony Richardson. I think Gardner Minshew is a great backup quarterback, and you shouldn't really see a dip. But a lot of the Colts' offense has been predicated on Anthony Richardson's ability to run the football. He's 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 has like what three rushing touchdowns already. So if we play Nick's favorite game, he's supposed to end up with like thirty-eight touchdowns when the season ends. Uh, (laughs) Tracks. Uh, So the next game. 
You have the Atlanta Falcons traveling to Detroit to take on everyone's darling of the preseason, the Detroit Football Lions. Um, look, Atlanta is a very real football team. They play a very awesome brand of football to keep themselves in games. Tyler Algier, Bijan Robinson, eat Atlanta Falcons plus three. Uh, New England Patriots traveling. Hold on. This game, where is it? This game opened at Detroit minus five and a half. So, I mean, either expect a movement back towards that five and a half line or get it before it goes down below the number. If yeah. You're, if, if you're a Falcons believer. Uh, I think – and this was – I sat here and wrestled with the idea of picking the Falcons to win the division, uh, and I let my biases reign supreme. They very much – were a dark horse for me in the in the preseason just because I think they're a talented football team. They have a good offensive line, and I like to bet with good offensive lines. You can run the football. I like to bet with teams that can run the football because that keeps the score down and that keeps your defense rested. And they invested money into that defense to get it back up to – I wouldn't say you're fearful of it, but middle of the pack is – is what you're shooting for. Atlanta hasn't been there in ages, it feels like. So uh, that plus three and also the plus 140 money line, very enticing to me. The New England Patriots are the best 0-2 football team, in my opinion, right now. They look very, very good and just can't get dubs, right? Um, So I'm going to take New England Patriots spread here, minus three. Money line is only minus 135. So if you're scared of those points, then go ahead and ride the minus then ride the minus 135 line. This over under a 36 and a half is unbelievably low. And it's gone down from where it opened at 38. I man, and we got a one and a half point line movement. Fuck it. Give me the over 36 and a half. I'll take that. Uh, New England also opened this as minus one and a half points favorites. That line has jumped, like Jermaine said, to three. Uh, so, you know, I, I would say maybe if, if you're a big new England fan, wait for it to go, wait for it to go down. If it does, if, if it corrects back on Sunday afternoon, wait for it to correct back to that two and a half number or minus three. Yeah. Sorry, Eric. I didn't know that that line movement happened. Uh, I'm going to switch the spread. I'll take jets plus three. Um, they scored. They didn't score very many points last week. <laughs> In fact, I think they scored ten. Um, I think that they'll they'll be able to put something together here, and it should be very interesting. Yo, match up to watching that game. Christian Gonzalez versus Garrett Wilson is going to be absolute fun to watch, and they're going to have that. That's going to be a. a matchup in that division for a very long time. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Christian Gonzalez against Tyreek Hill. He he did a lot of good things against Tyreek Hill as a rookie. So that says a lot to it. Uh, very next game, Saints traveling to Green Bay. I abstain. Uh, Tennessee Titans, I'll take Tennessee plus three and a half. Um, <laughs> this is the bat. So Chargers-Vikings. I want Eric, let me get your opinion on this Chargers-Vikings game. This, uh, this has flipped across the number, by the way. It opened Vikings minus one and has now gone to Chargers minus one. It also opened 51 and a half. That line has now risen to 54. That is bonkers. What's your opinion on this game, Eric? Chargers, Vikings. Well, it's just it's just a, uh, a case of, of who can fuck it up the most. And um, 
I think I think Minnesota is going to fuck it up the most. I think the Chargers are going to get their first win. Um, you know, the, the, not that the Chargers – I mean, the Chargers played in Miami defense, which was all right. And then who did they just blow it against this week? I, I'm Tennessee, just, Tennessee. Tennessee has a solid defense. Minnesota does not have a defense. All right. We saw DeAndre Swift get 175 rushing yards on them. Um, Austin Eckler should be back. So I, I think – you know, foretelling here, I'm going to take the over on this game, even though it did jump up three points. I'm going to take the over, and I do think the Chargers get that first victory. Yeah, I'm going to bet on the complete team here. So, my advice to anyone who's trying to bet this game: stay away from the spreads. Obviously, that one point doesn't really make a difference unless unless you're the the Packers Falcons last week when the game was decided by exactly one point. Um, I just look at the money line. Chargers are minus 112. Vikings are minus 108. They're essentially telling you to pick them. I'm going to ride the Los Angeles Chargers. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, you know, us Eckler probably won't be back, but I, I think they have more, more depth on the defense to get things done. Wait, Although she, back? Speaking of uh, – I don't think he's back for this game, no. Speaking of what you guys said, this is a must-win game. There have only been six teams since 1979 who have started 0-3. Who have made the playoffs? That's made the playoffs. Well, shit! I really need the Chargers to win that because I have them in the Super Bowl. A <laughs> uh, very next game: Carolina Panthers travel into Seattle Seahawks. It's a six-point spread. I mean, I love the bounce back from Seattle. I love that Seattle's at home. Um, what's crazy is the bet I would want in this game is <laughs> is the over. I I think. Carolina gets it together based on what I what I saw from the Brook last last game. I mean, it helps that Dallas, Dennis Allen was dropping everyone back thirty yards and just letting them complete catches for seven yards and getting out of bounds to score that touchdown at the end of the game. I mean, I'm um, I'm going to say this about Bryce Young. Nobody tell him, but once he learns that a quarterback is allowed to uh, run or at a minimum leave the pocket, he's going to be a danger to the NFL. Once, yeah. once he reads his rule book and learns that the quarterback is allowed to run, he's going to be very good in this league. Uh, to Jermaine's point, uh, the line has not moved a lot. It opened at 42.5. It's now at 42. Uh, the Seahawks, 4.5-point favorites. When they open, they're now 6-point favorites. Oh, wow. Okay, give me Carolina plus 6 then. If I'm looking at that line movement correctly, that's fire. Uh, very next very next game, Dallas Cowboys travel into Arizona. Uh, I... <laughs> That spread is so big. I'll let Nick's Nuggets ride that. I'm I'm gonna stay away. Same thing can be said with the Bears. What one thing I would love to see is a teaser of the Arizona Cardinals and Chicago Bears spreads, <laughs> just to see where you get how bonkers those spreads can get. And if they get Chicago plus twenty one, <laughs> that teaser would be absolute bonkers. So if you're if you're interested in throwing a teaser together, that's what I would look at. Uh, very next game, Pittsburgh travels into Las Vegas. I know it's an East Coast team in prime time traveling to the West Coast, but I do not like what I'm seeing out of Las Vegas. Devontae Adams is now in concussion protocol. I don't know if Jacoby Myers is out yet. Josh Jacobs seems to have forgotten his 2022 his 2022 form. Uh, I'll take Pittsburgh Steelers money line at plus 114. Uh, to Jermaine's point, this game started as a pick'em between Pittsburgh and and Las Vegas. Opened as a pick'em. Excuse me. Um, open on Sunday night, by the way. So there could have been some influence for that Monday night game. Vegas is now a two and a half point favorite. The line has not moved that much. Opened at 44, now at 43. 
And so Philadelphia travels to Tampa Bay. I do love betting Florida teams um, in September. I also don't like the vibes I'm seeing in Philly. I do think this is a Philadelphia get-right game purely because it is Monday night football. And usually when teams like this get an early big-time primetime game like that, they get it right. So give me Philadelphia minus 4.5, and and I will actually take the over 45.5. Eagles secondary is a little beat up, and I like what I'm seeing out of Baker Mayfield and the offense that Tampa Bay is running for him. He's getting the ball out unbelievably quick. And just allowing people to make plays. Uh, fade Rashad White props in this game. Um, Los Angeles Rams for the last game of the of the week. Los Angeles Rams travel into Cincinnati. This is a fascinating, fascinating matchup. So it's the one one Rams traveling into the 0-2 Bengals. I don't know if Joe Burrow's playing. And I don't know if I'm that concerned. Give me Rams spread at plus three, minus 118, and give me Rams money line plus 120. The Cincinnati Bengals start 0-3, and Nick and I have dubbed Joe Burrow the new Dan Marino, and it's coming to fruition. Uh, to, to Jermaine's point, this line opened Bengals minus seven. It's now gone down to Bengals minus three, like he said, and the over-under opened at 46. It's now down to 44. You said the over, Jermaine? Sorry. No, no, I, I want the spread for Rams plus three and then yeah. the money line for the Rams. Oh, yeah. money line Rams, sir. Okay. Thank you. No, no problem. All right, so that wraps up the slate. Nick, you got anything else before we get to Derek's, Derek's three best bets of the week? Uh, I do also not think uh, the Carolina Panthers will be making the Super Bowl. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> I do not think they will be one of the six teams to start 0-3 and make the Super Bowl. <laughs> They are starting 0-3, though? They are starting. Yes, that is correct. Yes. Oh, man, that Bears trade. I don't – actually, I don't – let me look this up real quick. To get get DJ Moore and potentially get a top five pick. Yeah. I mean, even if if Justin Fields sucks dick. (laughs) Like, you know, jury's still out. It's only two weeks. They can always get better. That's how I like. I know we're very emotional when we respond to this, but it's like, bro, what a trade! What a trade! Uh, they have not played since twenty. Well, they played last year, and Carolina won in Seattle. Carolina overall is two and five in their history in Seattle. Not yeah, good. so so zero and three. <laughs> so and three. All right, Eric. Let's get into your best three bets of the week. Make uh, them count. I'm going to take Chargers, uh, Minnesota over 54. I'm going to take Tennessee money line and Pittsburgh money line. Okay, I like it because I picked some of those. <laughs> uh, all right, we got anything else for the tens and tens? Nothing for me. No sir. All right. So <laughs> wait a minute. Bring back Plaxico. <laughs> I just barely saw that, dude. <laughs> Yo, so uh, if Josh if Josh Jacobs would have held out last week, he would have had more yards that rushing than he finished with. Oh Jesus! Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Podcast Room three zero three zero three. I'm your host Jermaine Colon Mendes. This is my co-host Nicholas Morin, and as always, we have with us the EP. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room.